Shalom. This is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 326 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part 1 of the Zohar, page 178b in Aramaic and in English. I'm going to read a little bit of the English that I read yesterday for context. Um, we're in an interesting little narrative section where we were, and uh, we're discussing a, a, a kind of a evil creature, demon, called a Yamim. So I'm reading now from page 78, Pritzker edition Zohar, volume 3, translated by Professor Daniel Matt. Um, I'm going to begin, I'm going to actually go back, I'm going to begin on page 76, where the narrative with Rabbi Elazar and Rabbi Yitzchak begins. Rabbi Elazar and Rabbi Yitzchak were walking on the way when the time arrived for reciting Shema. Rabbi Elazar stood, recited Shema, and prayed. Afterward, Rabbi Yitzchak said to him, But we have learned that before a person sets out on the way, he should obtain permission from his Lord and pray his prayer. He replied, Because when I set out, it wasn't time for prayer, and the time for reciting Shema had not arrived. Now that the sun is shining, I've prayed. But before I set out on the way, I made my request from him and consulted him. But I didn't pray this prayer, because I was engaged in Torah from midnight, and from the time morning arrived up till now, it wasn't time to pray the prayer, because as darkness of dawn appears, a wife converses with her husband, and mystery is one, since she has to retire to the dwelling along with her maidens who sit with her. So one should not interrupt their words, uniting as one, and interpose another word between. Now that the sun is shining, it's time to pray, as they have established, for it is written, Yiraucha, may they revere you with the sun, Psalm 72.5. What does with the sun mean? Carrying the light of the sun with us to illumine her. For Yira, reverence, must accompany sun, not dividing them. As long as day doesn't shine, reverence is not with sun, and they must be joined as one. This is with the sun. They walked on. When they reached a field, they sat down. Raising their eyes, they saw a mountain, whose peak was being scaled by strange creatures. Rabbi Yitzchak became frightened. Rabbi Elazar asked him, Why are you afraid? He replied, I see that this mountain is fierce, and I see these creatures who are strange, and I'm scared they'll attack us. He said, If someone is frightened, it is the sins he possesses of which he should be frightened. Come and see, these aren't... Those fierce creatures who used to haunt the mountains. He opened, saying, These are the sons of Zibion, Aya and Anna. That is the Anna who in the wilderness discovered the Yamim. Genesis thirty six twenty four. This verse has been established, but come and see. Not those of whom is written the Yamim formerly dwelt there, Deuteronomy two ten, but rather those of whom Scripture states, who dwell in the wilderness discovered the Yamim, spelled yud mem yamim without an extra Yud in there. These were strange creatures. For when Cain was banished from the face of the earth, as is said, Here you have driven me today from the face of the earth, Genesis 4.14, and similarly he dwelled in the land of Nod, Genesis 4.16, as they have established, among his descendants were those inhabiting the side of spirits, whirlwinds, and demons. These existed because as the day was about to be sanctified, enduring spirits were created from that side, bodiless specters. 
These derive neither from the Sabbath day nor the sixth, sixth day, both of whom remain uncertain about them, so they are sustained by neither one. That's where I left off yesterday. I'm going to begin today with, uh, in the Aramaic it says, Ve'azlu, and in the English, spreading through. Ve'azlu ve'itpashtu be'ahu sitra de'kain, ve'iglimu be'ahu sitra, ve'la aglimu le'itkaima ve'iklun yemim chaser. Dela it kaimu la be yomada, vela be yomada, ve it chazun livene nasha, ve ihu ashkachlon, ve olife le la aitaa mamzerim la alma, ve inun azle bene tu raya, ve kaimin begufa zimnachada beyoma, ulevata mit paste mine. Spreading through the side of Cain, they materialized on that side, though not enduringly. They are called yamim, defective, meaning the, the writing of the word is defective, meaning it, there's no yud, extra yud in there, uh, for they were not fulfilled on either day. They appear to human beings, and he found them. They taught him how to bring bastards into the world. Roaming the mountains, they assume a body once a day, then strip themselves. Footnote 533 on page 79. Materialized on that side through Cain's progeny. Footnote 534. Yamim, defective. See above, note 520. Nine, the words consonants can be vocalized yamim, days, alluding to their undetermined birthday. Footnote 535, they appear to human beings as they appear here to Rabbi Elazar and Rabbi Yitzchak. He found them. Footnote 536, Anna found these spirits, who, misbegotten themselves, taught him how to engender bastards. According to one rabbinic tradition, the word ha-yamim means mules, and the verse in Genesis is referring to Anna's discovery of how to produce a mule by crossbreeding a horse and a donkey. Interesting. Footnote 537, Anna was a bastard. In Genesis 36.20, Anna appears as Zibion's brother. In verse 24, he is described as Zibion's son. This contradiction is resolved by the notion that Zibion copulated with his mother, engendering the bastard Anna. Footnote 538, this one issued, so he found them. Having been born of an incestuous union, Anna was drawn to the defective spirits of defilement. Footnote 539, desolate wilderness in their habitation on the wilderness as the abode of demons. See Zohar, Part 1, 14b, 126a, 169b, Part 2, 157a, 184a, 236b to 237a, Part 3, 63b. Also cross-reference uh, Tom, Babylonian Talmud, Psachim, 112b.
החזה, אנא דא איהו ממזר אהבה, דעתה צבעון על אימי, ואוליד ממזרע, ודעתה מסיטרא דרוחה מסבא דאיתדבק בי, ובגין כך אשכחלון והבו אולפי לי כל זינין דיסטר מסבא בגין דא, ותחה זה, אילן אינון וכמה אחרנין מתפרשן אילן מאילן, כול הוא עטיין מההו סיטרא ואז לי במדברה ואיתחזון תמן בגין דמדברה אתחרוב איהו בי מולטבה דלהון ועל דא כל ורנש דאזיל באורחוי דקודשא בריחוד ודחיל לי לקודשא בריחוד לה מסתפי מיניהו אזלו ועלו בטורה אמר רבי יצחק, כגב נדע כל אינון טורין חרובין אתר בי מוטבה דלהון. אמר להכיהו, וכל אינון דמשתדלי באורייתא עליהו כתיב. אדוני ישמורך מכל רע, ישמור את נפשך, אדוני ישמור צאתך ובואך מעתה ועד עולם. That verse is is esa is the psalm Esai, which is about lifting your eyes up to the mountains, which is what they just did. so it's an interesting little literary allusion there. I wonder if Professor Matt picks up on it. We will see in a moment in the, when we read the footnotes reading now translation on page eighty Rabbi Elazar opened Rabbi Elazar opened hallelujah, I praise sorry. wrong on page 80 come and see come and see this Anna was a bastard for Zibion copulated with his mother and engendered a bastard this one issued from the side of impure spirit that clung to him so he found them and they taught him all species of the side of defilement come and see These and countless others branching out all derived from that side, roaming the wilderness, visible there, since desolate wilderness is their habitation. So whoever walks in the ways of the Blessed Holy One and fears him has no fear of them. They walked on and entered the mountains. Rabbi Yitzchak said, Are all desolate mountains likewise, likewise the site of their habitation? He replied, So it is. And of all those engaging in Tolah is written, Yudhevave will guard you from all evil. He will guard your life. Yudhevave will guard your going and your coming now and forever. Psalm 121, 7-8. As I said, Psalm 121 begins, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where will my help come? My help will come from um, Adonai. So, interesting connection there with the mountain. Footnote 537. Anna was a bastard in Genesis 36.20. Anna appears as Zibion's brother in verse 24. He's described as Zibion's son. This contradiction is resolved by the notion that Zibion copulated with his mother, engendering the bastard Anna. I feel like I just read that footnote. Maybe I did. Sorry if I'm repeating myself. Footnote 5... 38, having been born of an incestuous union, Anna was drawn to the de- defective spirits of defilement. Yeah, I definitely read some of these already. Footnote 539, desolate wilderness is their habitation on the wilderness. Oh yeah, I just read that, so I'm not going to read that again. Um, but, uh, so Professor Matt didn't uh, mention that, but that's an interesting connection there, that uh, this is the uh, end 
121 is the end of the psalm, which begins, harim. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. I wonder, I'm sure that the author of the Zohar was making that connection. Um, it's an interesting literary illusion. It's very beautiful. I'm going to continue now where it says... Patach Rabbi Elazar. Patach Rabbi Elazar Amal. Hallelujah. Ode Adonai Bechol Levav, Besod Yisharim Veeda, Haikra Ukmuha, Aval Tachaze, David Malka, Kol Yomoi, Hava Mishtadal Befulchana, the Kudshabrihu, Vehava Kam Befalgut Lelia, Umeshab. Bach umode beshirin vetushbechan begin laat kana duchte bemalchu di laela. Dechad it a ruach zafon befalgu de lelia. Hava yada de hahu shaata kutshabrihu it a beginta de eden liishta shea im tzadikaya. Veihu hava kam behahu shata veit gabar beshirin vetushbechan ad salik tzafra. Begin de had kutshabrihu ishtakach beginta de eden. Ha o kimna de ihu kol tzadikaya de veginta kuhu tzaitin lekale. Kedichtiv, haverim makshivim lekolech hashmi'ini. Vela od, ela de huta de chesed, mashich ale bimama kema de atamel. Dichtiv, yomam yitzave adonai chasdo uvalayla shira imi. Velo od, ela de inun milin de oraita de huamal, kulhu salkin umit atrin kamekut shabrihu, uvegin kach david malka hava mishtadel belelia befulchana de male. Rabbi Elazar opened. Hallelujah. I praise you, Tevave, with all my heart in the council of the upright in the assembly. Psalms 111.1. This verse has been established, but come and see. All his days, King David would engage in the worship of the Blessed Holy One, rising at midnight, praising and offering thanks to him in hymns of praise to array his sight and kingdom above. For when a north wind aroused at midnight, he knew that at the same moment the Blessed Holy One aroused in the Garden of Eden to delight with the righteous. So he arose, so he rose at that moment and invigorated himself with songs and praise until morning rose, arose. For we have established that when the Blessed Holy One appears in the Garden of Eden, he and all the righteous in the garden together listen to his voice, as is written, Companions, listen for your voice, let me hear. Song of Songs 8.13 Moreover, a thread of love is drawn upon him by day, as is said. By day, Yudhe directs his love, in the night his song is with me. Psalms 42.9 Moreover, those words of Torah that he utters all ascend to be adorned before the Blessed Holy One. Therefore, King David would engage at night in the worship of his Lord. Footnote 540, King David rising at midnight, see above, note 518, David's, quote, sight in kingdom above is his link with Shekhinah, who is known as Malchut. Footnote 541, listen to his voice, to the voice of the one engaged in midnight worship through study or song. The full verse reads, you dwell in the gardens, companions, listen for your voice, let me hear. It is applied to the study of Torah in Babylonian Talmud, Shabbat 63a, quote, Rabbi Abba said in the name of Rabbi Shimon, son of Lakish, 
when two disciples of the wise listen to one another in halacha, the Blessed Holy One listens to their voice, as is said, you who dwell in the gardens, companions, listen for your voice, let me hear. Footnote 542, thread of love is drawn upon him. See, Babylonian Talmud, Chagigah 12b, Reish Lakish said, To one who engages in Torah by night, the Blessed Holy One extends a thread of love by day. As is said, by day, Yudhe directs his love. Why? Because in the night his song is with me. His song is the song of Torah. Ta'achazi. Hallelujah. Bechol inun shirin vetushpechan de ka'amar David ha taninan de la'ela mi kulhon. Hallelujah. Ve'ukmuha. My tama begin de chalil shma ushvacha kachada. My shma ushvacha shma da yudhei. Shvacha man ihu ela da knesset Yisrael de ihi. Metakna shvachat adir lekudshabrichu vela ishtakchat kemada adamer Elohim al dami lach al techerash veal tishkot el. Begin the sidura de shvacha ihi mesadrat umeshabachat tadir legabei uvegin kach shema ushvacha kachada. Ode Adonai Bechol Levav, Kemada Ukmuha, Beyetzer Hatov, Beyetzer Hara, Begin the Inun Inun Mishtakhe Tadir Legabe Devanash, Kemada Atamer, Bechol Levavcha, Veukmuha, Besod Yesharim, Veeda, Elain Inun Yisrael, Dechol Dargin, Behu Mitatran, Kahane, Velevae, the Tzadikim v'Chasidim, Yesharim v'Eida, Kemada Atamer, Ba'adat El, Ve'inun Razad Kudshabrihu, Mit Atar Behu, Uvegin Kach Ba'e Barnash Lashvachale, Lamare Tadir. Begin de Ihu Itrae Beshirin Vetushbachan, Uman de Yada Lashabchale, Kudshabrihu, Kidakayaut, Kudshabrihu. Kabil tzlote veshezivle, Adao dichtiv, Asagvehu ki yada shemi yikraeni veenehu imo anochi betzara ashbiehu. Sorry, Anochi Betzara Orech Yamim, Ashbiehu Veerehu Bishuati. Sorry, no, that was wrong. Okay, I'm backing up now. Asagvehu Kiyada Shemi Yikraini Veerehu Imo Anochi Betzara Achletsehu Veachabdehu Orech Yamim, Ashbiehu Veerehu. Bishuati. Patach Rabbi Yosef Amal. Sorry, that's, that's where I'm going to end there. Okay, uh, Bishuati. Come and see Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Of all those songs and praises chanted by David, we have learned that the highest is Hallelujah, as has been established. Why? 
because it embraces name and praise as one. What does name and praise mean? Name is Yah, who is praise, assembly of Israel, who arranges praise constantly for the Blessed Holy One, never subsiding, as is said, O God, do not be silent, do not be still. Quiet or still, O God, Psalm eighty-three, two. For she is constantly arranging and praising, arranged praise for him. So name and praise as one. I will praise Yudhevavhe with all my lavav heart, as they have established with the good impulse and the evil impulse. For they constantly accompany a person, as is said, with all lavavcha your heart. Deuteronomy six five. This has been affirmed. In the council of the upright, in the assembly, this is Israel, by whom all rungs are adorned, priests and Levites, righteous and devout, the upright in the assembly, as is said in the assembly of God, Psalms 82.1. These are the mystery by which the Blessed Holy One is adorned. Therefore a person should praise his Lord constantly, since he delights in songs of praise. If one knows how to praise the Blessed Holy One fittingly, he receives his prayer and saves him, as is written, I will set him on high, for he knows my name. When he calls on me, I will answer him. I am with him in distress. I will rescue him and honor him. With length of days will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Footnote 544. Highest is Hallelujah. Sipsachim 117a. Rabbi Yoshua, son of Levi, said, The book of Psalms was uttered with ten expressions of praise. The greatest of them all is hallelujah, for it embraces name and praise simultaneously. The word hallelujah comprises two elements, the divine name, Yah, and the plural imperative, hallelujah, praise. Footnote 545, Assembly of Israel, who arranges praise constantly in rabbinic literature, Knesset Yisrael, Assembly of Israel, denotes the people of Israel. The Midrash on the Song of Songs describes the love affair between the maiden, the earthly community of Israel, and her lover, the Holy One, blessed be he. In the Zohar, Knesset Yisrael can refer to the earthly community, but also, often primarily, to Shekhinah, the divine feminine counterpart of the people, the aspect of God most intimately connected with them. The lovers in the Song of Songs are pictured as the divine couple, Tiferet and Shekhinah. Here, Shekhinah sings praise to her divine partner. Their union is expressed by the word Hallelujah. She is symbolized by Hallelujah, praise, and he is indicated by the name Yah, often applied to Chochmah and Binah. Footnote 546, Levav, heart with the good impulse and the evil impulse. The normal spelling of the biblical word heart is lev with one vet. The double vet symbolizes the two impulses. See Mishnah Brachot 9.5 with all levavcha, your heart, Deuteronomy 6.5, with both your impulses, your good impulse and your evil impulse. Unquote. According to a rabbinic tradition, two angels accompany a person. Here the angelic pair is identified with the good and evil impulses. Footnote 547, by whom all rungs are adorned, the various members of the community are linked with specific spherotic rungs. Priests and Levites symbolize respectively chesed and gvura. Righteous and devout symbolize respectively yesod and the pair netzach and hod. The upright refers to tiferet, the central column, and assembly alludes to Shekhinah, who is known as El, God, as in the phrase assembly of God. Crafts reference the Zohar, part 1, 155b. Thus, through their varied acts of worship, study, and righteous living, the people of Israel adorn God. And not only that, you're using your evil impulse as well as your good impulse. So this might harken back to earlier in the story where... Um, earlier in the story where... 
Rabbi Elazar asked um, why Rabbi Elazar asked why Rabbi Yitzchak was frightened, and he said, uh, "What you should be frightened of is the sin which is inside of you." So maybe it's the the negative potential of your evil impulse that he's talking about here, which is the real monster. This is the real thing to be afraid of in life. Um, is your own demons, not um, the Yamim, for example. Just a thought. Um, footnote 548, I will set him on high for he knows my name. The verse is open because he desires me. I will deliver him. Patach Rabbi Yose, Vamal, Ata, Seterli, Mitzal, Titzreni, Rane, Falet, Tisoveveni, Sela, Ata, Seterli, Da Kucherbrihu, de Il, Sitra, Magen, Lavarnash, de Azil, Beorhoi, de Oreta, Veihu, Istatar, Betsila, de Godfoy, de La Yachlin, of Ashale, Mitzal, Titreni, Meela umitata, Laela itle lavarnash mare devavu, Latata ufhachi nami, Uman ihu da yetzerhara, De ihu tsar leela vetsar latata. Rabbi Yose opened saying, You are my hiding place. You protect me from the adversary. You surround me with shouts of deliverance, Sela. Psalms 32.7 You are my hiding place. Blessed Holy One, who is a hiding place and shield for one who walks the ways of Torah, so he is hidden in the shadow of his wings and cannot be harmed. You protect me from the adversary, from above and below. Above, a human has an archenemy. Below, too, who is that? The evil impulse. Adversary above, adversary below. Footnote 549, a number of commentators point out Rabbi Yitzchak fits better here since he is the one accompanying Rabbi Elazar on the way. But note how yet another rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda, appears at the end of this section. Footnote 550, Sela, a term of uncertain etymology and meaning that appears often in the Psalms. Footnote 551, evil impulse, adversary above, adversary below. According to Reish Lakish, Baba Batra 16a, the evil impulse is identical with Satan. Quote, Satan, the evil impulse, and the angel of death are one and the same, unquote. On the same page of the Talmud, we find a description of Satan's itinerary below and above. He descends and seduces, ascends and arouses wrath, obtains authorization, and seizes the soul. That's it for today's reading. Um, I hope everybody's enjoying their study of the Zohar. I am for sure, and i catch you again tomorrow. Take care.